Hi everybody, this is Dr. Eric Quorum, founder of AIM7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. Today, I'm joined by renowned expert in sauna therapy, light therapy, and EMF science, Brian Richards. In 2013, Brian founded SaunaSpace, a company that combines cutting-edge infrared technology with the age-old practice of sauna. My sister Carrie has been telling me about him for a long time, and I finally got him on, and this conversation was fascinating. In this episode, we discuss general sauna protocols for improving health and performance, the science of near-infrared sauna, and the sauna space technology. Make sure to check out the links in the show notes because Brian supplies us with a ton of scientific literature and deep learning opportunities if you wish to take advantage of them. So now, it's time to lean in and learn from the best. Brian, thank you so much for joining me today on The Blueprint. Very excited to have you on today. My sister, Carrie, has been raving about your products for years. She loves you. She loves sauna space. And so I want to talk to you because when you guys started this, it was before the wave began to hit. But I'd love to ask to start off with how do infrared saunas work? Yeah, the way all saunas work is essentially to heat the core temperature of the body up about three to four degrees Fahrenheit. During that endeavor, the body is uh, sweating out at least one pound of water. And then ideally, we're trying to bring ourselves to a state of subjective exhaustion. And we can go more into that a little bit. But essentially, you can hit those three parameters using any heat source. And the, and the original sauna wasn't infrared. It was, a, it was a sweat lodge. It was a wood or otherwise non-electrically powered, heated, enclosed space. You sat in passively and you sweat. Every culture on earth has a sauna tradition of some sort. Like even, you know, in Ireland, they have little little sauna caves and stuff from a thousand years ago. It's a, it's a really amazing thing. So the ancients, our, our ancestors were onto something, but the infrared sauna is essentially a, a modern phenomenon wherein we've said, okay, we're gonna need to heat the body up for sauna benefits. What is the heat source? And so you had first, uh, the first electrically powered sauna is actually what I do, the electric incandescent light bath. But that's not what's most popularly known as an incandescence or as, a, as an infrared sauna. The infrared sauna is popularly known today is based on a technology that started in the 60s called far infrared ceramic emitters. These long tubes that create very low energy, long wavelength infrared, thus the name far infrared. And uh, the technology evolved from there. Eventually, they came out with a different type of emitter that's more looks like more like a black carbon panel. And, and in both cases, we're using a low energy, long wavelength infrared band called far infrared to essentially heat up the body the same way a traditional sauna does. Uh, having said that, it's like, well, hey, man, what'd you just say? What was that electric incandescent thing? Well, it's interesting. Not all infrared <laughs> saunas are the same. So what I do here is I basically created a modernized version of Dr. John Harvey Kellogg's electric incandescent light bath invented in 1891, like three years after incandescent light bulbs in the current form were finalized and modernized through a beautiful journey of invention. This dude came on the block and said, there's something special about this light. Let's use it to power a sauna. He subsequently did so with 50,000 patients in the first decade of the 20th century and wrote a book on it. Over 200,000 documented sauna sessions, according to his protocols, mapped, you know, documented, logged everything, wrote a book on it called Light Therapeutics. It's published in 1910 by Dr. Kellogg. You can read it online. It's non-copyrighted and it's fascinating. I mean, now we know, fast forward today, we know, oh, well, not all infrared is the same. There's something special about these incandescent lights. And what is that? That's mitochondria, mm. which is also called red light therapy, which is also called photobiomodulation. And it's also called mitochondrial stimulation. All these different names are the same thing, light activating biology. And it's the near infrared portion 
of the sun spectrum that our bodies, you know, evolutionary or however you want to describe it, are designed to receive a specific wavelength of light to activate built-in light therapy, activating healing systems in every cell of the body that has mitochondria, which is every cell of the body. So then it's like, well, well, why just do sauna when you can do this light therapy stuff too? And then I'm back to saying again, not all saunas are the mm-hmm. same. Not all infrared saunas are the same. Why, why use near infrared and not far infrared? Most people out there, when they think of infrared saunas, they think of a far infrared sauna as the only type of infrared. And what's the difference? And why is one more important than the other? Uh, so how do they work? Well, you know, infrared saunas work differently because they're different, different wavelength bands. What sauna space does, it's an incandescent based light, is, is near infrared based, which is 43% of the sun's emission. And from a photon's perspective, it's actually over 70%. So when you go out in the sun each day, the majority stimulation you get of this beautiful thing you're exposed to is not ultraviolet light and vitamin D production, although that's relevant. And it's not blue light either. It's actually near infrared from a photons per second perspective. The only wavelengths to activate built-in anti-aging, healing, and other amazing systems in the body, which is kind of this long conversation of all the benefits of light therapy. But uh, all of them just try to heat the body. It's a question of which sauna does that the best. And uh, it's interesting that near-infrared light with its deepest penetration into the body uh, due to the optical window of the body being really mm-hmm. tight, not all wavelengths go into tissue the same. If we're trying to heat the air, let's use far infrared. But if we're trying to heat tissue, biological tissue, we use near-infrared light, which is the majority of the sun, which in terms of man-made technology only really comes in a natural form from the incandescent bulb. Even LEDs that are near infrared based are giving you a monochromatic digital, like a very narrow band emission that's, we're not programmed for that. We're designed to get this broad spectrum band that we've evolved under, which is currently only coming from incandescent technology. So it's like, if you're going to do a sauna, we'll do an infrared sauna for sure. If you're going to do an infrared sauna, well, which one? Incandescent's the best. That's my piece on it. I love this. Okay. So let me backtrack for just a second. From the sun, it's not just for vitamin D production and anchoring the circadian clock through the suprachiasmatic nucleus. And there's other benefits now. What you're explaining to me is that going out in the sun also is helping with mitochondrial biogenesis. Yes. And what you're doing is providing a very mm, targeted mm. therapeutic with this light. In every cell of the body. And it's not just, Mm -hmm. you know, we could spend a long time on all the biological systems and cascades, but essentially the mitochondria is designed to be a repairman and an intelligent actor re-optimizing cellular function in more ways than one, whether it's immediate anti-inflammatory effects of near-infrared light exposure to tissue, or it's long-term epigenetic repair and growth factor uh, stimulation that leads to literally regeneration, even nerve cells. So light therapy is used to regenerate brain tissue. It's been very successful in treatment of TBI that something that especially long-term post-TBI that conventional medical approaches don't do well with. All of that is just one microcosm of what it's doing because it's doing that in every cell of the body except red blood cells. All of them have mitochondria. And so when you improve the functioning of the cell, one of the things is mitochondrial biogen, you know, increasing mitochondrial density in the cells, but it's also making sure each mitochondria or mitochondrion, I should say, operates better on its own. And then they're working in conjunction with the cell better and the genes and uh, the transcription of the proteins and the enzymes is as functional as possible. And all that stuff is basically constantly going out of whack. Like 20 or 30% of your proteins are, as soon as the protein's made at the ribosome, out of the gate, it's already got foldings in it that, is, that are mm-hmm. wrong. It's already messed up. And so the body has a built-in correction system, not just correcting it in the RNA, you know, reading the blueprint to make the protein, but when after the protein's made, it can still be messed up usually is a little bit 
And so you have heat shock proteins that are stimulated by sauna and heat stress and exercise that repair that. Likewise, the mitochondria has this like multifactorial role <laughs> in the cell and it's only activated with near-infrared light. And then furthermore, it's like, well, near-infrared light doesn't just activate mitochondrial. I'll give you a, a knowledge drop here real quick. That's I'm for sort of newer to uh, mitochondrial it. melatonin. So melatonin is the number one antioxidant in the in the body. It's the number one most widely used antioxidant in the body. How is it stimulated and created in the body? Well, 94% of it's not in the pineal gland and in the blood circulatory system, like and stimulated and released by the, the pineal gland, you know, after sunset. 95%, 94% of, of melatonin is cellular based. And it's not just located, it's production is not just located very close to the mitochondria, where 95, you know, you know, a vast majority of all free radicals in the body are constantly being produced. So through cellular respiration and the, mito the mitochondria making their energy, that's where you get the, the nitric oxide and the superoxides and all these free radicals that constantly need to be consumed by antioxidants. That's why we eat goji berries and stuff like that. Well, the number one antioxidant producer is not, <laughs> is not dietary, it's light. The only thing that activates cellular melatonin production is near-infrared light. And so it's not just the mitochondria that's being stimulated to do these things, it's the number one immune response system in the body. It's based on us getting a nice dose of near-infrared light each day, which originally came from the sun. But now living indoors, you know, we're, we're completely divorced from that experience. Most of us look at me. I'm talking to you through this mm. vir virtual portal thing that's blasting me with blue light. <laughs> and so, you know, I try to keep my, I try to correct my light in my environment. But I know if I can't get out in the sun, ideally, at least I can get into my sauna and get a little dose of that near-infrared. Because you've got it on right now. I know a lot of people that have it at their desks. So I'm just really interested. How did you get involved in this? Because I mean, this you have a depth of knowledge that's unbelievable. How did you get into this space? Uh, it, well, thank you for that. Um, I just kind of obsess over it, you know, and I get excited about it sometimes. Yeah. I, maybe I'm a little bit too talkative about it, but uh, essentially I, it came from my own personal healing journey. So I had what I think a lot of people identify with is I've got some problems, some health issues, I don't want to pay, take prescription drugs and I don't like the, the sort of conventional recommendations that are being given to me. It doesn't, you know, I want to address the core of the issue. I want to take my health in my own hands and not just outsource the decision-making over my health to my, my, my doctor or whatever, particularly when I got recommended for one of my symptoms was acne, adult acne. So I got recommended to take Accutane, which is a very powerful pharmaceutical drug that's now been taken off the market for it's associated with liver cancer, among other things. So, you know, it's just like one example of, you know, mm. maybe I should try to address the core of the problem and not just mask these symptoms in this sort of petroleum chemical based. It just didn't seem functional to me. It didn't seem. So that was my shock. My, that was my shocking moment where I was like, I need to figure this out on my own. So I, I kind of did what people do nowadays. They're not liking the answers they're getting from, from conventional medical uh, advice or conventional medical standard of care. And they go online and fumble around and you try to learn stuff and you, you brave the, the waters of the, of the unknown information and disinformation that's out there. And you try to incorporate that in your perspective and decide like, what's, what, what's going to work for me? So I kept doing my research online for my personal problems, which included uh, mind racing, insomnia, adult acne only on my torso. I was kind of lethargic hmm. too, like low energy. I was kind of irascible. All these things I subsequently in hindsight realized was adrenal fatigue and just worn out and toxic. In any case, in my journey to try to find a solution on my own, I kept coming across in the research and also with bloggers and also with our, I'm a big fan of history and where we came from, you know, our ancestors and these ancestral traditions, all of them do sauna. You have this nice symmetry between ancestral ancestral wisdom 
and even though it's kind of a, this trite term now, uh, and, and modern scientific observation, you know, whether it's all the way down to the mitochondrial stuff, like these things both make sense. And it's something that you just sit there on your lazy butt and you sweat and like all these cool, all these great things happen that result <laughs> in, in serious functional improvements. So I said, okay, great. And I saw basically a modernized plan of Dr. Kellogg's electric incandescent light bath. I built my own, did two sessions. My insomnia wasn't cured like that. And, and, and then I said, oh, I'm going to dedicate myself to this now. So I did that for six months. All my stuff went away. The things I described, acne, low energy. I had patience even for my mom. I mean, it was, it was quite a big change, especially energy levels huh. and mood, which how do you diagnose that? And how do you like describe that to people? Man, I just kind of feel whatever today. And so all that stuff really changed for me. And it was only in hindsight that I realized, oh, I actually had these other problems. I didn't identify myself as being lethargic, you know, irascible or complain, you know, irritable. And yet I was. And so with this uh, cool, relatively straightforward device and approach and therapy, I was like, okay, well, like, where is the electric incandescent light bath? Where do you buy it? And that was the start of sauna space because you couldn't buy it. Mm -hmm. How long ago was this? Oh, the, probably 10 years ago, the original healing journey. I started the company sort of in the middle of the end of 2013. So we're about really 2014. I got my first business loan. So it's like, I want to say it's only six years, but now it's eight years. But yeah, I started in my house with a couple hundred bucks in my and you pocket. Guys, like, you guys hand blow this glass, yeah, right? Yeah, that's like one of the uh, many things we do is everything is purpose designed and purpose built and very custom. The bulbs are mouth blown and hand rolled and the filaments are specially designed to basically run at a, a higher color temperature and emit more near infrared than a standard incandescent heat lamp does. Mm. So what is your recommendation for like the average person? Like how much, how much, how many minutes of, uh, of light are you wanting them to get each day? Like what's a recommendation that you're looking at? Cause I know like if you look at longevity studies with traditional saunas, right? It's three to four exposures a week of 15 to 20 mm -hmm. minutes and 180 degrees plus. If you look at, I think it's the Finnish studies and it all makes really good sense when you start looking at the mechanisms of you, you're increasing heat, people are sweating, they're going out for 20 plus minutes longer. You're almost getting like aerobic exercise for your heart. Your yeah. heart rate's elevated. There's yeah. a whole lot of things that are happening. In order to get um, the benefits of this therapeutic, how long do you recommend somebody get exposure each day? Like what, uh, what's I, your would, baseline? I, would, I would simplify what you just said in looking at the most impressive sauna studies. I would even uh, recommend people go read Dr. Patrick's new uh, stunning uh, health span extension benefits of sauna. Yeah, Rhonda Dr. Patrick? Rhonda Patrick's article. It's from yeah. Yeah. last fall, but it's, it's just a seminal, seminal summarizing article of why do sauna and all these and all the disease categories and all the research, like what's going on, but also what are the mechanisms and what are the key sources and how to do it? And to answer your question, three, a three degree Fahrenheit temperature increase. And I want to sweat one pound of water out. And, and then ideally uh, I want to bring myself to a state of subjective exhaustion. So you can do this with anything. You don't have to be complicated. And the sweet mm -hmm. spot is sound is, is like uh, three times a week. So in any sauna that you use, or if you don't have any budget for a sauna, you can just put as hot a water possible in your, in your bathtub. And get in there until it goes lukewarm. And you know what? That's that's real. Uh, you can also use the sun and many other things. But in all these cases, you measure yourself on a digital scale before and after the session. Your weight loss is equal exactly mm. to the amount of water you sweat out. You want one pound at least of sweat. Uh, you couple that with a more or less back of the hand three degree Fahrenheit temperature increase, which you can measure with an oral thermometer. Again, just generally speaking, because when you raise te mm. core temperature three degrees, you sweat. And when you sweat, you detox. And you have ancillary heat shock protein amplification benefits 
they're associated with that. Uh, and particularly in the sauna space style sauna, uh, my recommendation, if you want the perfect biohacker recommendation, is three sauna sessions a week. Let's go. Sweating out that pound of water and that core temperature increase. For me, I don't preheat or anything because I want the light as well, even when I'm preheating. So if I don't preheat, it, the sessions take me 28 minutes. So I do 28 minutes three times a week. If I do preheat, which I'm too lazy to do that, my session will only be like 18 minutes for the same amount of temp- body temperature huh. increase, same amount of water loss. You get in the shower afterwards and use an exfoliating brush for lymphatic drainage support and activation and you know have some quiet time to yourself if you can. And then it's, it's really that simple, 20, 20 minutes, three times a week. And, and in getting your sauna, you get as much light benefit as you can get from the sauna. Uh, in addition to that, you ask mm. like how much light is good. I also, whenever I work in a computer, I, I work with this, what we call our, our photon therapy light, but it's basically reintroducing that healing spectrum of near infrared indoors where it's all blocked out by low E glass and blue light. So it, it, it's, if this is being used in a targeted fashion, it can be used 18 to 30 inches from the bo- exposed body part uh, for 20 minutes in a session or something and many times a day. There's some caveats there, or you can have it to just beat screen fatigue and correct your lighting environment. And uh, when you're in the room, you can have it just pointed up or close to you, kind of like a, a mood light or something, like like an electric fireplace. You might yeah. think of it as that and then leave it on all day. <laughs> and then that's what I do. I love this. This is this is really, really good. I know that I've actually experienced your product myself. Uh, my sister, Carrie, who's been on the show, and not only is she a big fan, but she spreads the word everywhere she goes. And she has a, a sauna at her house. Yeah. And uh, I've been in it multiple times. And it's more like a tent set up. And it's kind of cool. For the, It's like you kind of go in, there's a, there's a stool, and then the bulbs are situated all around you. And it's really a relaxing but it, you are having to sweat and your core temperature is going up. So for some people it's agitating, but it's a good experience. It's a different experience, I would say, than just going into a traditional dry sauna. But um, I love yeah. it. It is a different experience. When you use this type of sauna, which we're not many people are doing that. We're one of the only ones that are doing it. When you use the light therapy during your sauna session, mm-hmm. it makes your sauna session more enjoyable and less stressful. It more, is. And, and you have to try it out, but it's more Zen-like and you come out energized as opposed to drained and, and worn out or whatever. You're, you're not like looking to get out, you know, watching the clock like many people describe themselves in a regular sauna. Like, wow, it's oppressively hot in here. It, it's because we use light to heat the body and and the near infrared light from the sun literally makes you happy. It makes your cells happy. And, and you feel that consciously. So it's a different experience. If you've never done it, you need to do it. I'm going to put a link in the show notes for folks that are interested in, in in purchasing the product. We reconnected at, or we actually reconnected at South by Southwest. You guys had a wonderful booth there. And I know this is kind of hitting the market now and people are starting to look at hot and cold therapies, but this is not new. What is new is Brian's technology. Well, I should say his re... Yeah, modernization. Yeah. I guess I you mean, could say the rebirth of the technology. Yeah improvement but i mean the technology that they have is very unique it's portable you don't have to build a massive structure you could have it in your and that's one of the reasons i love it is like if you're in an apartment in new york city you could use this if my sister puts it in her attic uh some people put it in a garage some you know sometimes you have like an extra space over a room that has nothing in it people can even buy the heater Uh, if you have a gym you could put it in the corner you know closet or other space uh we sell the, the tungsten sauna heater separately like we, we want we want people to be well and that's what i want i want to i want you to do well if you like it go 100%. for it it's like the 
people need this. It's and, and everybody is stressed out about their health and they don't want more burden and more things like, oh, what else do I got to do for my health? Here's something where you check off so many boxes so quickly and, uh, you know, maybe mm-hmm. more core and more fundamental than some other ways to maintain, maintain your health. I love it. And the, and the research is demonstrating that there's efficacy behind this, which is really important that this isn't just some type of like, you know, I, I really don't like the term biohack because hack to me sounds like it's something that's fake. Where this is like real yeah, science, yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying? Here, so well, I just, let me I redefine the it then, that, or, or I'll just steal from someone else that I thought was quite uh, yeah. apt. Uh, we're tricking mm. our body to think it's in its natural environment, and that's what we're. You know, it's a positive side of. It. We're not cheating. Mm. We're, we're 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 recognizing. We're informed by the understanding that this body is programmed for a environment that existed twenty thousand years ago and no longer exists today because of our lifestyle and our development, our culture and everything else. And so we're going to use these, this informed understanding and these really cool, some of these really cool technologies have been developed with care, but with understanding that if we can trick the body into thinking that it's back where it was 10,000 years ago under the sun, you know, in the, you know, in that beautiful environment with all the stress and the toxins and everything, it likes it. It actually likes it a lot. So people want to learn more about sauna space where do you? Where would you suggest them go? We're gonna put some link in the show notes, but do you prefer your website to get uh, information on the literature and the technology? What about yeah, social we're, media? Uh, our website is sonnet.space. We have a pretty uh, growing learn section. If you want basic, like what is this technology? What is this light spectrum? What does the sun look like? If you're a, a purveyor of the of the scientific articles and you really like to dive deep into that, at the bottom of our website on sonnet.space, I've created a research archive where you can search by topic any article that I've mm. found that I found is really cool and relevant about related to sauna or light therapy, but as it applies to the brain or, or to psychology or to, you know, gut health or whatever else, for those of you who like to dive deep, uh, you can go there. That's all on sauna.space, a lot of product information and, and people's experiences and all that fun stuff. And then everywhere on social, pretty much we're at sauna space on Instagram, Instagram, TikTok, I, love it. I mean, Facebook, everybody's on Facebook. But sauna.space uh, is the website <laughs> no and, question. and sauna space uh, is our handle on everything. Well, Brian, thank you so much for joining us today. This was very enlightening and please go check out sauna space. I know you're going to love it. It's it's a phenomenal, phenomenal technology. Well, thank you for having me, Eric. I really appreciate you and, and your sister too. You guys are You guys are great. Thanks for joining us today. Please take a moment to check out Sauna Space's amazing light therapy products and links to scientific literature in the show notes. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode.